Hello and welcome to this message that was shared by Pastor Lethur Padoy on the Lighthouse Worship Celebration Online. We pray that the Lord will bless you as you listen and may this encourage you in this very difficult time we are all going through. Please share this with others so that they too can be encouraged. Thank you and God bless you. Come on, let's clap our hands to the Lord. God, you're a good, good Father. Spread before us a table where you feed us, you restore us, oh God, and bless us today. Draw us closer to you. Align our thoughts, our feelings, our lives, our actual experiences with the truth of who you are and who we are in you. So God, we honor you and we thank you today. In Jesus' name we pray. And everyone would say, amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. God is so, so wonderfully good. Amen. The message of the Lord today is entitled, Deeply Loved by Your Perfect Heavenly Father. And I want to encourage everyone to receive this not as a doctrine, not as an idea, not as a lecture, a homily or something like that, just a sharing of knowledge or information. I want to, to encourage you to receive it as living truth that can change your lives. And I want to emphasize that what we're talking about here is something that has to become part of our daily experience. So please don't say, I know that already. God is my Father. Of course, He loves me unconditionally and so on. No, if you're not feeling it, if you're not experiencing it, then there's something for you today. Let me just go to the bottom line of the application. How do you know you need this message? There are many indicators. One is that you feel insecure in life. You have so many worries and fears in life. You are, your value before God and people is not sure. You're constantly trying to prove yourself. You're easily offended and you find it hard to forgive. Those are signs that the love of God and your identity in God is not so firmly established in you. Kasi po, pag naka-establish mo yan ng malalim sa loob mo, hindi ka ho basta-bastang ma-shake ng mga pangyayari. You see, if the, your worth... Your security are given by people. People can take it away, of course. <laughs> but if, if it's given by God who will never take it away, then you always have it. Amen? And our goal is to be founded in the love of our Father so that we will be completely and constantly secure in Him. Amen. All right, Bob Carlyle wrote something, uh, an incident in his life when he was 12 years old. This is what he wrote. Let me read. When I was 12, a surprising thing happened. Dad asked me to go fishing with him. And in the West, they do uh, a good amount of recreational fishing. He, when he, he was a busy executive, rarely around on weekends. We got along but never had a serious conversation unless I was in trouble at school. So I was flattered by the invitation. On Saturday, we headed for the marina, rented a boat, and found a promising fishing spot. Once we were settled, Dad said, Son, I can see that you're changing from a boy to a man, and that's a good thing. But I think you may also find this to be a confusing time. Dad proceeded with a coming-of-age talk. So the father was like helping, helping his child transition from childhood or teenage years into adulthood. And so now Bob Carla continues, At times, my dad groped for words, but he didn't miss a thing. When he had finished, I sat there feeling the movement of the boat and the wind in my hair, wondering if I was dreaming. 
Dad, I said, having you talk to me like this is what I've been, what I've always wanted, but I didn't think you would want to do it. My dad smiled and shook his head. I've always had a hard time talking to you kids, but I want you to know that I care about you, that I'm here if you need to talk to me about anything. I don't remember, said Bob Carlyle, if we caught any fish that day. I remember finding out for the first time that my dad really was my friend. And today, God, your father, wants you to feel that he is your friend, your best friend, your true father. Not a distant one, not someone who's unconcerned, but someone who is absolutely involved and deeply, deeply committed to you. So let's proceed. The perfect heavenly father deeply loves his children. Do you know that the father in heaven deeply loves you? And please emphasize, underline the word deeply. Because many of us, we say, well, of course, it's God, it's God, it's love, and so on. He loves you, but this is something on the emotional level, something that you can feel, something that you can experience. He deeply loves you. He really cares about you. He wants to be your friend. He wants you to feel his presence. He wants you to feel confident that he is with you. He wants you to know that he will never leave you nor forsake you. First John 3, 1. See what great love the Father has lavished on us. That we should be called children of God. And that is what we are. Anak ko ang gugma sa amahan sa imuha, naghihimo kanyang anak niya. Lalum kayo, it's pure unconditional love from the Father in heaven. And today we pray that the Lord will release that to us. I pray that when this message is over and you walk out of this worship center, you will have a stronger conviction in your heart. Regardless of your age, your gender, your history in life, what you are right now before God and people, that you will come out more secure, more at rest, more confident in your relationship with God, in your standing within yourself. God reveals himself in the Bible as a gentle, forgiving father intimately involved with each and every detail of our lives. It is not only a beautiful picture, but a true one. God is a father. God is a father. Now, in modern times, the word father is like a negative term because of all of our negative experiences. But do you know that in history, the word father was a very positive term? Very positive term. There was a time when fathers were so trusted, so loved, when children were so comfortable with their fathers, it was a term of great respect and dignity. So, for example, in my devotion, I just finished Genesis, and uh, Joseph, who became prime minister, said, God made me a father to Pharaoh. God made me a father to the emperor. That is a very positive. Ako'y nag-provide sa ihakaron. Ako'y nag-care sa ihakaron. That was a very positive thing. And whatever is your negative concept of a father, the Lord wants to erase that today. The Lord wants to remove that from you. You see, many of us have a sense that have a thought and, and emotion when it says father, negative yan. Yan yung sinasaktan ako. Yan yung hindi ako pinapansin. In fact, it's not in my notes, but I remember reading as I was preparing Someone was saying, do you, 
there were two kids who just had like a Sunday school, and one of the, the young kid uh, told asked his son, "Do you believe in the devil?" And the kid said, oh, "All of this thing is foolish. This like Santa Claus. You see, it's not really Santa Claus. It's just your dad." There's really no devil. It's just your dad. Ang demonyo ka natong papa ni mo, no? And and you know sometimes it's so negative, and we do not want actually that kind of talk. But the idea is, in the mind and heart of people, the term father is sometimes a very negative thing. And some some people say, you know, we don't want. I don't want. Talk to me about a good God. Don't talk to me a God who is a father. But really, that's how the Bible describes him because it's actually when you understand it, a very positive thing. Sino po sa atin dito, you're able to watch the movie Finding Nemo. Finding Nemo, all right. So Finding Nemo uh, hit very big on the charts. Now, after that, of course, there were many other hit movies. But during that time, Disney Pixar produced that and it made it really big. And I, re I think it made it really big because, among other things, it uh, touched something deep in the heart of every human being. The idea that we can get lost and we can reap the consequences of our actions, but we have a father who cares. So in that story, Nemo disobeyed the instructions of his parents. He swam where he was not supposed to be. He was uh, caught by those who wanted to, um, to catch fish and sell them. He was sold to, uh, to, a dent to a dentist, became part of the aquarium fish of a dental clinic, and so on. But this father swam much distance uh, to find him, and all of these things work together. His friend, uh, the pelican Nigel, and Dory, the other fish. And eventually, Nemo found it back to his father. Na reconcile sila, nagkabalik sila in that secure, wonderful life with his father and his mother, with his family. And this afternoon, the Lord wants you to experience him. And if you're kind of, whether spiritually or emotionally or whatever away from your father in heaven today he wants you to be back because he wants to embrace you he wants you to feel and experience his great love for you amen all right let's talk about how the father relates to us and what are his qualities as a perfect heavenly father and there's a lot of this that i got from john dawson though i added so much of other things as well so the qualities of your perfect heavenly father and i will contrast this with how imperfect human fathers uh, deal with us that made us doubt made us uh, wounded, that made us insecure, that made us afraid. And again, we're not judging. I'm a father too. I will admit some of my failures later in the course of this message. But the point is we want to know our father regardless, regardless of how we have experienced our earthly father. So qualities of your perfect heavenly father. Number one, your perfect heavenly father is gentle towards you. He is gentle towards you. We live in a world where fathers, if they're not careful, can be very harsh and hard, abusive, domineering, dominating, manipulative, can be very destructive. But our Father in heaven is not like that. Don't, don't think of God as, like He is your Father. And remember the story of one son, papa in off water, faucet. And when the father arrived, the child was already asleep. And the father woke the child up. But 
boom, boom, and so on. He, he, he mauled his son. And those kinds are, in the past, they were like rare, but now they are more and more uh, prevalent. We have fathers who are harsh, who can be violent and so on. God is not like that. God is gentle. Amen. Psalm 103, 13 and 14. As a father has compassion on his children, so the Lord has compassion on those who fear him, for he knows how we are formed. He remembers that we are dust. God's authority is not harsh and vindictive, but to the contrary is unspeakably gentle and long-suffering. He controls himself. He treats us well. God is gentle toward you. It's not hard, unreasonable, or abusive. That's our Father. Kung dili ni mo kaya, dili kanya pukson. Kung morag mabuik, mubigay na ka, pull out, withdraw siya, and so on. He's a gentle Father. That's your Heavenly Father. Number two, your perfect Heavenly Father, He is committed to you. Could you turn to someone and say, your father is committed to you. That's your heavenly father. He is committed to you. He really wants to be with you. He really does not want to leave you as alone and on your own. We live in a world without fathers. In the 1990s, uh, there was uh, an article that was written, A World Without Fathers. And even written by David Popeno. And it talks about how the, the absenteeism in terms of fathers, yung bang either nabungkag na ang pamilya or naglakaw na lang ang papa uh, and so on, leaving the son or the daughter to, uh, to grow up alone without the father, how it was more than doubled and how that now 50% or more of homes are, are without fathers. So most children grew up without the father. And that is just a terrible thing. And sometimes there is a male authority figure, but they're absentee. Uh, Scott Larson talks about uh, uh, statistics, how one in two children grow up without a father in the U.S. And in many ways, this is true in this, uh, in this country as well. Seeking to make money and so on. But you know, God, uh, our Father... He really is committed to us. And there may be circumstances that will make our earthly fathers leave us by death or they need, really needed to work abroad for some time, but God will never do that. But if you have, a, if you have an absentee father, someone who you feel is not committed to you, pwedeng insecure ka sa buhay ba? Marami kang mga doubts, marami kang tanong, etc. Do you have an inability to sense God's presence with you? Is your heart soft towards God or hardened with cynicism and distrust? Look up into the eyes of God and see His love for you. Hebrews 13.5, God has said, Never will I leave you. Never will I forsake you. See, that's the character of God. He is committed to you. Even when you fail, even when you stumble, even when you kind of disqualify yourself, quote unquote, He is still there, available uh, and willing to come and help you. Matthew 28, 20. And surely I am with you always. To the Lord says, to the very end of the age. 2 Timothy 2.13 in the Living Bible. Even when we are too weak to have any faith left, God remains faithful to us who are part of Himself and He will always carry out His promises to us. Number three, our perfect Heavenly Father is generous toward you. He is generous toward you. I want you to grasp this. 
Because so many of us, we have fathers who are so stingy, who are not generous, masyadong pigil, masyadong um, kuripot sa atin. No? Some of them are just not able to do that because of financial limitations. That, that we can understand. But the point is, if they have but they don't give, then that is something else. And yet, that is actually true in many, many ways uh, in, our, uh, in our lives here on this earth. But the Bible says God is a generous Father. James 1.17 Every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of the heavenly lights, who does not change like shifting shadows. So every good and perfect gift comes from Him. He's thinking of you. He's concerned about you. He wants to give you time. He wants to give you His heart. He wants to give you His life. The greatest demonstration of God's Father's heart seems to come with His attention to the details of our lives. He surprises us with those extra things, those little pleasures and treasures that only a father would know we are for. God is not stingy, possessive, or materialistic. So whether it's big or small, He is able to give it to you. In fact, Jesus said, I think it's John 16, 24, not in the Bible, he says, ask and, you, and receive, and you will receive so that your joy will be complete. Tumingi ka para matagap ka, para mabuo, makompleto ang joy mo. Let me ask you, do you ask God? Are you asking from God? Or you, do you just, you know, limit it to needs? Pagkaon, pamilite, pangrenta ka na lang. God is a generous, generous Father. He can give you the big things like balay, sakyanan, uh, big travel. But He can also give you the small things. Sometimes you just feel like you want to eat durian. And then that same day someone brings durian to you. There are times you just say, well, I just want to eat buffet. And then someone calls you, oy, available ka, treat kita be. Uh, and so on. And then, so, libre ka na enjoy mo ang blessing ni Lord. Whatever form it comes, God is able to give that to you because He really, really cares about you. He's generous toward you. Amen? Amen. All right, jump. Psalm uh, 37, verse 3 says, Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and cultivate faithfulness. Four, delight yourself in the Lord and He will give you the desires of your heart. Five, commit your way to the Lord. Trust also in Him and He will do it. He will bless you. He is kind to you. Whatever makes you happy, He will give that to you. Amen. Number four, your Father in heaven is delighted with you. He is delighted with you. Many of us can agree uh, in our minds, uh, and even verbally, with the words, God loves me. God loves me. And yet, many of us cannot agree in honesty with the words, God likes me. Or if we can agree in private, you would not even say it outright. God likes me. God likes me. God likes me. And yet, that is exactly what the Bible is saying. God likes me. I just remember, I just also finished John. In the book of John, and how does John, the writer, the disciple of Jesus, how does he describe himself? Sabi niya, the disciple whom Jesus loved. Parang pangit pahingan, parang nagmamayabag siya. Yung disipulo na mahal ni Jesus. Ako yun. <laughs> parang pangit pahingan. And yet sa kanya, confident siya na mahal siya ni Lord, likes siya ni Lord. The God does not just love you, He likes you. He likes you. He likes you. 
That's the truth. Do you have any idea how attractive you are to God? One of the biggest hindrances to our walk with Him is a sense that our lives are repulsive to God because of sin. And yet, that should be corrected. This is where we need, a, we need the truth to balance things. You should never be abusive in terms of your relationship with God that since God is good and kind and you can just do anything. But you should also not feel that you only get in proportion to how you have performed. Like as if your blessing is a bayad, is a payment sa obedience. That's not true. God loves you. God likes you. God blesses you. God enriches you even uh, beyond or not necessarily in proportion to your obedience. And I like the story of John Dawson. Sabi niya, when I come home and I find my son dirty because he just played with the soil and so on, I do not reject him. I reject the mud, the dirt, so I wash him. I get a kind of gripo, a kind of hose, and I wash my son. I don't reject my son. I reject the dirt. In the same way with us, God does not reject us. He rejects the dirt, our sin, our compromise. But us, He loves us, and He really cares for us. Amen. I don't know if my experience is, is a kind of a good illustration, but I can honestly tell you as a father that there are so many times, although my son has hurt me and done wrong things, I have to kind of fake it being angry <laughs> because I want him to know he should not do it. So I can, Pero sa loob ko, hindi ako galit. Pinahilit ko lang maging galit para hindi niya gawin ulit. Pero sa ako, cute ka, cute sa ako. I love my son, amen. And God is something like that. He really loves us even though He disagrees with some of our actions. Deuteronomy 32, 9 and 10. For the Lord's portion is His people. Jacob is allotted inheritance. In a desert land, He found him. In a barren and howling waste, He shielded him and cared for him. He guarded him as the apple of his eye. Hebrews 11:4. I led him with cords of human kindness, with ties of love. Your parents may proudly display pictures in an album, trophies on the wall, but how does that compare with God's infinite capacity to be overjoyed with your every success? You know, when God thinks of you, when God looks at you, He is happy. You're not a waste of time. Dilika samok sayaha. Dilika disturbo sayaha. Dilika piste sayaha. He values you. Our human fathers have limitations and Again, when I point out the weaknesses, I'm not try- saying be angry with them. I'm saying accept it, but move beyond. You have another father, your true father, your ultimate true father, God, who is so full of love towards you. Usain natin, my earthly fathers, they fail. I remember right in my notes here the, uh, the story of Charles Adams, American political uh, figure and diplomat. One day, in diary, he had an entry which says, went fishing with my son today, a day wasted. Charles Adams, yon. On that same day, the, the, the entry on his son's diary, Brooke Adams, uh, the entry said this, quote, when fishing with my father, the most wonderful day of my life. You see, our earthly fathers may think we're samok and so on, we're just a waste of time, but that's not true with our Father in heaven. He loves us. He cares for us. He is happy that He 
can have the time with us. Dilit a burden sa Dilit siya nagmahay that He is spending time with us, listening to us, taking time to make us feel loved. He is a good, good Father. Amen. Let's clap our hands to our good, good Father. Thank you, Father. Number five, your perfect Heavenly Father, He pays attention to you. He pays attention to you. And this is one of those areas where our Heavenly Father cannot be, hindi ligyod nato siya pwede mapantayan. Because as human beings, we cannot give full attention to our children. But God our Father is able to do that. Amazing, amazing is His ability to pay attention to you. But not just His ability, but His heart. Let me read something for you. It's mind-blowing, but please accept it as true because it is. Psalm 139, 17 and 18. Background lang. Psalm 139 is the psalm that talks about God's intimate involvement in our lives. Not distant involvement, intimate, hands-on involvement with our lives. This is what it says in verses 17 and 18. How precious to me are your thoughts, God, your thoughts toward me. How vast is the sum of them. 18. Were I to count them, they would outnumber the grains of sand. When I am awake, I am still with you. Can you, can you grasp that? Verse 18, sabi niya, If I would think how many times my Father in heaven is thinking of me and compare them to how many grains of sand there are in the beach, Talo, palupig pa ang kadaghan sa mga balas sa dagat. Mas daghan pa ang panahon. Giyuna-una ako sa akong amahan sa langit. That's how your Father in heaven is concerned for you. That's why the Bible says, for example, di ba? He knows the hairs of your head. I tell you, it's not his habit to count hairs. But the idea is, he is so concerned about you that even the minutest, uh, most mundane Parang insignificant detail, he knows. He's always thinking about you. What you're going to, what people are saying about you, what people are doing to you, he's thinking of you. He is concerned about you. Your parents may often be preoccupied with their activities and sometimes may fail to show any vital interest in the small events of your life. But God is not that way. He cares. He is a God of detail. He is a God of the end. He pays attention to you. He wants to listen when you want to talk. He wants to hear you. Your story. story To him, that's important. To him, it's valuable. To him, it is something very precious. In this world, it is true that you know our earthly fathers can fail to them. Maybe they want to, but somehow they're not able to. So there's a story of a boy that while his parents were away, he had three times, so he got some scrap wood and he got some hammer and some nail and he made a three-level warship to look a level a battleship. And when his mother arrived, he showed it off to his mother, blah, 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 oh, talawa ni ma, etc., etc. And then when he was waiting then for the father, because again, from zero to two years old, mother is the most important person to a child. From two to six, the father is the most important figure. Overall, Forgive me, mothers. Overall, the father has a greater influence on the identity and the, and the, and the dig, destiny of human beings than mothers. Very, very important, okay? But anyway, God is a father who cares for us. So anyway, this son, when the father arrived, he was so excited to show it to the son, uh, uh, to his father, sorry, the son was so excited, but the father was hardly looking. 
The father was hardly giving him attention. The fa- father was hardly giving any value to it. And sometimes we think that God is like that. So we hardly pray. And when we have problems, and our problems are caused partly by our sins, because our earthly experience is when you bring a problem because that's caused by your own sin, Ay, mao man eh, nagtinanga man eh, kapag kabugo ni mo, katigas ba ng ulo mo, ano ka ba naman? O, ay, alangan, hindi nangyari yan kasi na, tigas ulo mo kasi eh. So, we get sermons, we get all kinds of scolding, and so we get that negative uh, kind of programming in our mind and, and negative things in our hearts. But our Father in Heaven is not like that. He is not like, He's always thinking of you. You see, when it talks about time, we say love is spelled time, Uh, an article was written on Christianity Today, published many years ago, that uh, the fathers of preschool children on the average spend 37.7 seconds per day in real contact with their youngsters. That was done by Cornell University. Cornell is mangod lang gamay sa Harvard. It is, it is probably accurate in many ways, that study. And yet, 37.7 seconds, wala pa one minute. And yet, the children spend 54 hours per week on television as of that time, probably more now. But that's not only true on the general population, it's also true in the churches, in churches like ours. Hopefully, better here, but again, there's no guarantee. Let's talk about this and learn. According to Josh McDowell in the book, The Dad Difference, the average teenager in our churches spend only two minutes a day in meaningful dialogue with his dad. Two minutes. Meaningful dialogue. Meaning, dili lang, kumana ba yung mga assignment? Naglimpyo na ba kasi yung kwarto? Etc. Dili puro lang ano, no? But meaningful dialogue. And then 25% of these teenagers in churches say they have never had a meaningful conversation with their father, a talk centered on the teen's interests. Wala silang ganun. Pag may pinag-usapan, yung trabaho lang. Yung assignment, nagugas ka na ba? Natid mo na ba yung kwan? Nagawa mo na ba yun? Nahugasan mo na ba ang kwan? Etc. Etc. Napakain na ba ang baboy? <laughs> Whatever. You know, yung mga ganun lang pinag-uusapan but not on the child's interest. Ano yung gusto niya? Our Father in Heaven is not like that. He's thinking of us. He is concerned about us. He is. He pays attention to us. There's something in science that will help us grasp this. There are a little over 7 billion people in the world But there's something in the creation of God that kind of help us, I think, to understand that. Yung quartz crystal, part of the creation of God, the quartz crystal's molecular structure vibrates at the speed of 9 billion movements per second. Of course, God is bigger than His creation, but even if we just point to that, if a piece of God's creation reflecting the glory, the glorious abilities and heart of God can vibrate 9 billion times per second, and there are, all, there are only 7.2, 7.4 billion people in the world, that means every second God can think about each and every one of us. Every second. And dili siya behind. Sobra pa ang ability to deal with us. His ability and His heart, His love is so great that He is thinking of you. Don't you ever think na nalimta na ka sa ginoo? Huwag maisipin, kalilimutan ka na. Walang pake si Lord. God is willing to listen to you. God pays attention to you. Kausapin mo siya, iparamdam mo sa kanya, sabihin mo sa kanya ang mga reklamo mo. And He will listen to you. He pays attention to you. Amen. Come on, let's clap our hands to our good, good Father. 
Thank you, Lord. Number six, your heavenly Father who is perfect, he accepts you. He accepts you. We live in a very performance-oriented society. We live in a society where if you're smart, then you know, we will love you. <laughs> and so we are compared all the time. Hindi makapareho sa iyong magulang. Bright man siya. Honor man siya. Bagsak-bagsak man ka. Asa ba ka naliwat? Etc. And so so all kinds of conditions. And we really live in a world of rejection. In fact, so studies have been done that, for example, if you buy a new clothing and you wear it and you ask, let's like, let's say 10 people, how do I look? Research ito. Yeah, more people will say negative things than positive things. They will say, it's too bright. It's too loose. It's too sikip. It said, kulang, etc. They will find negative things. But your Father in heaven is not like that. The Lord wants you to feel His love and acceptance because as you are, He really, really accepts you, likes you. He's delighted with you. He's thrilled that you are His son or daughter. Ephesians 1, 4 and 5. For He, that is God, chose us in Him, that is Christ, before the creation of the world, to be holy and blameless in His sight. In love He predestined us for adoption to sonship through Jesus Christ in accordance with His pleasure and will. So before He made the heavens and the earth, before He made you, before you have made or done anything that would make Him like you, before you have done anything that would impress him and convince him to take you and to love you and give you importance and care, he already chose you. That means that he really likes you because it's not your good things, your good points that made him choose you. He likes you as you are and he accepts you as you are. Amen? And the same principle applies. If you did not qualify yourself, you cannot disqualify yourself. Amen? Kung hindi mo qualify yung sarili mo, hindi ka rin pwedeng i-disqualify. In love, he predestined you to adoption, to sonship. As you are, he accepts you. Jeremiah 31.3, the Lord appeared to us in the past saying, I have loved you with an everlasting love. I have drawn you with unfailing kindness. And that's the kind of father that we have. Alam mo, in life, we all fail, of course. In life, we're not the best in what we do. And we can fail, and we can fall, and we can fall short. But you know, whatever our performance may be, our value before our God and Father is not dependent on that. Our value before God is not based on how well we perform, our looks, our intellects, our skills, and so on. As far as God is concerned, there are no favorites really. We are all the same. A really, a good earthly father, earthly father sa, will treat a really, really brilliant, intellectually gifted child. Talagang yung mga Valedictorian, salutatorian, first honorable mention, with a child that's just doing average. Because to him, it's not your performance. It's you being my son and I love you. That's what matters. And that's how our father deals with us. Amen. If your father rejected you, if your father puts you down, wag mong i-allow yan na maging hindrance sa pag-experience mo ng love ni Lord. Tanggapin mo ang love ni Lord that changes you. 
Amen. Seven in the last. Our Father who is perfect disciplines us. He disciplines you for your good. He disciplines you for your good. You see, He knows that we need to be perfected. We need to be matured. We need to be transformed into the character and image of Christ. And so He allows His sins. He facilitates actually the coming together of circumstances, events, people to change us that we may become more and more like Him. Let's jump to Hebrews 12, 5 to 6. And have you completely forgotten this word of encouragement that addresses you as a father addresses his son? It says, My son, do not make light of the Lord's discipline and do not lose heart when He rebukes you because the Lord disciplines the one He loves and He chastens everyone He accepts as a son. I want all of us to have a renewed mindset that when you feel God is disciplining you, He is allowing trouble, He is, discipline sa ginawa do not take that as a, as, a, as a rejection from Him. Rejoice in it. Don't resent it. Rejoice in it because it's a sign that He loves you. When God is allowing negative things to happen, don't complain like a brat. Don't just grumble and complain. Allow God to work that out in your life because it's a sign that He cares. He wants you to be matured. He wants you to be perfected. He wants you to grow. And so He allows all of that in your life. Amen. And the last point is this. Your perfect Heavenly Father wants you to experience His great love for you. He wants you to experience His great love for you. And this is really the bottom line. And today, I don't want us to be religious. I want us to just be like little children. I want you to just open your heart and say, God, change me, touch me on the inside. Lord, let me feel your love. In Luke 15, there's a father who had two sons. The younger son, we call him the prodigal son. We describe him as the prodigal son. And then later on in Luke 15, 29, the older son. Both of them were lost and away because the, old, the younger one was rebellious and selfish. The older one was religious. And he also missed out on the love of the Father. You see, either way, kung rebellious ka, no, you, you miss out on the love of the Father. When you're religious, you miss out. I just want to say to you, if you are like me, you grew up in church, you tried to be all your life almost, you tried to be good and responsible, and you think that's all that the Christian life is, you're missing out on something. The Christian life is bigger than that. The Christian life is better than that. The Christian life is fuller than that. It's not just about fulfilling uh, obligations, obeying laws. It's about experiencing the love of the Father. That's why the Father in the prodigal son story, in the second part of it with the older son, this is what the Bible says, verse 31, Luke 15, 31. And the father said to the older son, Son, you are always with me, and all that is mine is yours. If you are a person whose whole programming and experience has been comply, 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 be good, be good, be good, I, want, I dare you, I not really dare you, I challenge you, I encourage you, treat Treat God. See God as a father who is so generous and so kind. Mangayo kasayaha. And kung magpabuyag ka, allow His grace to work in your life. 
Don't feel condemned. Don't think it's just your performance that he's concerned about. God is more concerned about your religious performance. He's more concerned about you than your religious performance. He's more concerned about your person than your obedience to him. Ito po ang mali dito. This is the balance, okay? God really wants you to obey him. And when you disobey him, you miss out. And yet, his interest in your life is greater than your fulfillment of the law. Like my son, I really like my son to be an honor student, but we never force him. I really like my son to excel here and do this, etc., etc. But he he does not, he's not ready for it. So we say, fine, take your time. We love you. You're more important to us than how you can perform. Amen. Mas importante kasi amin na anong pwede mong magawa na pwede namin ipagyabang sa buong mundo. It's okay. And if if my son chooses not to serve the Lord until he's 15, or 21, or whatever is the age, I will not force him. Because I don't care if, you know, parang usutiyon sa oban, anak sa pastor, anong wala ka, I don't really care. I am more concerned about my son that he takes his time, he grows uh, according to his pacing, he grows according to kung ano yung magawa niya na galing sa puso niya rather than yung napilit lang and so on because as far as your father is concerned he wants you to enjoy her relationship with him uh, let me can we have the musicians now this is my final story then we'll pray and then we'll go there is a minister that I really love and respect uh, his name is Chuck Swindoll um, he is a powerful teacher in fact some people consider him to be one of the best preachers in the history of Christianity in the past 20 centuries he's still alive uh, but anyway one time he was speaking at the pastor's conference and uh, he was doing really well uh, each and every session but uh, every time he would go home to his room at night when the sessions are over he would feel empty and frustrated and so, because he believes in accountability, after the conference, uh, he called four of his friends and said, something is not right. Let me tell you my life story and then help me find where the problem is. And so, they began to talk. He began to relate. And then, this is, uh, this is what happened. Okay? Uh, one of his friends asked him a few questions and then said, Chuck, I want you to put your head on the table and close your eyes. And Chuck, put his head on the table and close his eyes. Now, I want you to imagine your father is holding you in his arms. What do you feel? No, so, ipikit mo mata, butang imong ulo sa lamesa, and then imagine ni mo, giginitan ka sa imong amahan, sa iyang mga kamot, o sa imong mabati. Almost instantly, Chuck began to cry. For 30 minutes, he cried his eyes out. You see, Chuck's father had died when Chuck was seven months old. So he basically grew up without knowing his dad. And as he closed his eyes, what he felt was pure, unconditional love. What Chuck also realized that day was, was that while he had preached many times about God's great love, he had never made that, that personal. With his head on the table that day, he really felt for the first time that God loved him, that his heavenly father loved him deeply, richly, and unconditionally. And by his testimony, he was never the same again. He was never the same again. In the next few minutes, we will pray and we will ask the Lord to touch our lives. There's more to God than just being Lord, Commander, 
leader, boss, here's your father who's more interested with you. You see, it's not the law, it's you. Sabi nga ni Jesus, the Sabbath was not, the man was not made for the Sabbath, the Sabbath was made for man. Man was ma not made for the law, the law was made for man. Everything is about you and God. And so today, will you receive that love? Will you receive that deep love of the Father for your life? Would you please stand and let's pray. Would you please close your eyes if possible. Father, in the name of Jesus, we ask you today to come and touch us. Good, good Father, we pray. Touch us today. We need you. We need you. We want you. We ask that you would reveal yourself today. As the Father is concerned for us, not just our performance. One who is concerned about us, and not just what you can get out of us or our obedience. And Father God, right now, I pray, and we all pray, God, that you would heal us inside. Help us to know you as our perfect Heavenly Father, who perfectly, completely loves us who is gentle, who is generous, who is patient, who gives us attention, who really cares, who loves unconditionally, who is with us, who is committed to us, who will never leave us, who will never forsake us, who is always there and always will be available for us. The one who likes us, the one who delights in us, the one who smiles when he thinks of us, the one who thinks about, so about us so much that it the number of his thoughts toward us are even more numerous than the sand and the seashore. So, Father, help us today. Heal us. Heal us. Come and open your heart. Father God, heal us on the inside. Heal us on the inside. Lord, correct, Lord God, the wrong thinking. Lord, read, Lord, uproot the lies that we have believed. The lies that have been planted or programmed into our minds, into our hearts, into our emotions that our Father in heaven is not really interested in us. He just wants us to obey, that's all. No, He, he approved it, Father. Help us know that You are interested in us, not just our obedience to the law or anything like that. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, help us. Help us today. Help us today. Help us to feel Your love. I feel the presence of the Father here. God, I pray, heal us. Come on, just open your heart. Father, touch our hearts. Fill us with your love. Come on, just tell him, Father, fill me with your love. Fill me with your love. Puna ko sa imong gugma. Amahan sa lagi. Puna ko sa imong gugma. Ayuha ko. Tantanga ang mga, ang mga bakaksayawa. Ayuha ako mga saman. Lord, renew my mind and my heart. Heal me, restore me. Good, good Father. Good, good Father. Heal me, restore me. Help me know I'm loved. I am treasured, I am valued. I am very, very special. And you are always with me. You will never leave me. You will never forsake me. So, Father, thank you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you. While we are praying, I want to speak to those who have not yet surrendered their lives to the Lord. Maybe it's your first time or you come more than once, but you've not yet really surrendered your life to the Lord. You see, God is a Father. He made you to belong to Him, to enjoy Him, and He wants to enjoy you because He likes you. That's why He made you. And so today, if you would surrender your life to God, He will say, Father, I want to go back to you. I want to go back to you. 
Father in heaven, I want to return to you. You made me to belong to you, to love you, to be loved by you. I want to return. Forgive me. Accept me. Make me your son. Make me your daughter. Come on, talk to him today. I am returning to you now. Please forgive me of my sins. God, I'm sorry. God, accept me. Come on, tell him today. If that's you, if you know you have not surrendered your life to him, return to him now. Return to him now. Return to him now. Return to him. Father, we thank you. We thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. And right now, if you're here and you have a need or prayer request, would you raise your hand? And we will ask the good, good Father to bless you. Raise your hand if you have a need or prayer request. Father in heaven, we thank you. Bless those who are raising their hands. Lord, bless those who are raising their hands. Bless them financially. Bless their families, God. Release your bountiful supply for their homes. Lord, if they're sick, would you heal them by the power of Jesus? And God, we pray that you would provide for them abundantly. Bless their work, bless their business, bless their studies, bless their ministry, God. Bless them in the different areas of their lives because you're a good, good Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Everyone raise your hands to receive the final blessing as we are now closing this worship celebration. Receive the blessing of the Lord. And now the Lord bless you and protect you. The Lord cause His face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you kindly and the Lord bless you with His peace. As you go, know that you are deeply, deeply loved. You are so, so cherished by your Father. He is committed to you. He will never leave you. Lord, we go with joy and courage and confidence. Thank you for your love. In the name of Jesus, we pray. And everyone would say, Amen. And Amen. Thank you, Lord. God bless everyone. Thank you for listening. And may the Lord continually strengthen your heart in this trying time. And please keep posted because we will continue to come up with recordings like this so that you will be strengthened as you go through this season. God bless you.